It's Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. I'm Audrey Merkel, and welcome to the Merkel Treehouse. Big news to cover this week. The dark establishment forces remain on the offensive. So sit back, relax, and let's f***ing go. Ladies and gentlemen, the winds of change are blowing, and it seems the gatekeepers are getting restless. Just yesterday, Apple threatened to delist Noster client Domus over their innovative Bitcoin tipping feature, Zaps. What are these tech giants afraid of? It's clear that the power structures they support are feeling threatened. Stay tuned as we delve deeper into the encroaching darkness that surrounds us all. But before we continue, allow me to introduce our studio guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Morton Anger's presidential campaign manager, Vinny the sales guy. Welcome, Vinny. How's the campaign going? Audrey, my friend, you won't believe the stroke of genius I had. Remember how we were talking about connecting with the people? About reaching out to the heart of America? Well, I've got a plan that's going to make waves in this campaign. I guarantee it. You see, Audrey, I've been doing some serious research, digging deep into the pulse of this great nation. And guess what I found? Loomis Hawthorne Elementary School in good old Milford, New Jersey. Now hold on. Because this ain't your ordinary school, Audrey. This place has a reputation, a tradition that's second to none. For 48 years straight, those clever little students have accurately predicted the results of the U.S. presidential elections. Can you believe it? It's like they got a crystal ball or something. And that's when it hit me like a bolt of lightning, Audrey. Morton's first campaign speech right there at Loomis Hawthorne Elementary. Now that's what I call some truly innovative and creative thinking. It's refreshing to see ideas, Vinny. Picture this, my friend. The cameras rolling, the excitement building, and there's Morton, standing tall and proud in front of those bright-eyed future voters. It's the perfect stage to kick off his campaign, to connect with the heartbeat of America. And let me tell you, Audrey, this ain't just any campaign stop. It's a statement. It shows that Morton ain't afraid to go where the people are, to listen to their hopes and dreams. We're bringing the campaign right to the future of this great nation. Can you imagine the buzz, Audrey? The media will eat it up. The whole country will be talking about it. Morton Anger, the candidate who believes in the power of our youth. The candidate who wants to build a brighter tomorrow for every child in this country. We're going to do something special here. Let's make sure the world knows that Morton is ready to listen, to fight for the values that matter most to the students of Loomis Hawthorne Elementary School. This is going to be the start of something big, something unforgettable. Morton's standing by at the school, ready to make history. Are you ready, Audrey? Let's show the world what we're made of, and let's make this campaign one for the books. Sounds very exciting. Without further ado, we send you out to Loomis Hawthorne Elementary School, where Morton Anger officially launches his presidential campaign. Thank you for assembling children, as you know I'm your principal, Mr. Tickletush. Who was that? Who is laughing? Very well then, I have the great honor to introduce to you all a candidate for President of the United States, Morton Anger. Let's give him a hearty Loomis Hawthorne Elementary welcome. Thank you, Principal Tickletush. <laughs> Ladies and gent, er, uh, boys and girls, esteemed faculty and my fellow Americans. Today, I stand before you at the Loomis Hawthorne Elementary School, a place that has witnessed history unfold, where the wisdom and voices of young minds have predicted the outcomes of U.S. presidential elections 
for nearly half a century. It is here that I choose to launch my campaign, because I believe in the power of our future generations to shape the destiny of our nation. But today I stand here with a heavy heart, burdened by the increasing encroachment on our freedom and the stifling of innovation. Our society has reached a crossroad, with the establishment gatekeepers desirous to silence each and every one of us. Take, for instance, the recent incident involving Apple and the Noster-based app called Domus. Apple, the company that once challenged authority and championed individualism, has now taken on the role of an overbearing gatekeeper, deciding what we can and cannot access. They have threatened to delist the Domus app from their app store, simply because it dared to offer a Bitcoin tipping feature through its Zaps function. Let me ask you this. What happened to the Apple that defied conformity? Where is the company that released the iconic 1984 advertisement, portraying themselves as warriors against a big brother-like establishment? How times have changed. Now, Apple willingly coordinates with the very force they once opposed. Damas, a decentralized social media app, represents a watershed moment for peer-to-peer -peer transactions, opening new avenues for freedom and financial empowerment. The ability to tip users and content creators in Bitcoin is a revolutionary concept that challenges the intermediaries and puts the power back in the hands of the people. But Apple, in its infinite wisdom, claims that such a tipping feature violates its policies. They demand that users resort to in-app purchases, forcing unnecessary intermediaries into the equation. They seek to control and restrict the very essence of peer-to-peer -peer transactions. The hypocrisy is glaring. Twitter and Reddit allow Bitcoin tipping without repercussions, yet Damas is targeted and threatened with removal. Why does Apple selectively enforce its policies? Whose interests are they protecting? I will not stand idly by and watch as the establishment gatekeepers wield their power to crush the voices of innovation and dissent. The gatekeepers may think we are the barbarians at the gate, but the truth is the gatekeepers are the barbarians. They are the ones hindering progress, stifling creativity, and robbing us of our right to explore and embrace new possibilities. My fellow Americans, this is not the America our founding fathers envisioned. They fought for a nation where individual liberties were cherished, where free markets thrived, and where innovation was celebrated. It is time for us to reclaim that vision, to break free from the chains of the gatekeepers and embrace a future where decentralized technologies and peer-to-peer -peer transactions flourish. As I stand before you today, let it be known that I, Morton Anger, am running for the highest office in this land. I am committed to restoring the principles that made America the beacon of hope and opportunity. Together, we will challenge the gatekeepers, dismantle the barriers they have erected, and pave the way for a new era of freedom and prosperity. Remember, my fellow Americans, the power lies within us. We must resist the attempts to control and censor our lives. Stand with me, support my campaign, and let us forge a path where innovation and individuality reign supreme. Thank you, and remember to clean your dinner plate and to not ever talk back to your parents. Tell them to visit isupportmort.com to join the movement for a better America. God bless decentralized technologies like Noster and Bitcoin. Thank you. Thank you. That was fantastic. That man sure knows how to give a speech. Truly inspiring. Stick around through a couple of more segments, Vinny. Nah, I've got a skedaddle. Maybe next time I'll stick around and watch how the sausage gets made. Have a good show, Audrey. Thank you, Vinny. Ladies and gentlemen, in light of the current attacks on freedom, I thought it necessary to revisit one of my favorite quotes. The net interprets censorship as damage and roots around it. 
It was coined by John Gilmore, an influential techno-activist. The quote reflects the remarkable resilience and adaptability of the Internet and highlights the decentralized nature of information flow and communication on the Internet. Whether it's evading restrictions or finding alternative paths, the network demonstrates its ability to overcome attempts at censorship. This ethos has been embodied in platforms like Usenet, where a global conversation emerged, fostering a free exchange of ideas. Over time, the phrase's meaning has expanded, encompassing the collective efforts of Internet users in preserving and disseminating information in the face of threats or attempts at control. Whether the network is the Internet at large, Bitcoin, Noster, or your grandmother's Pocino group, at the end of the day, the network is the people and who they wish to freely associate with. Should big tech insist on censoring the people, we will find a way to route around them. Pinto Pete is standing by on the range to reminisce about the early days of the internet and its ethos of free speech and liberty. Pinto, take it away. Well, looky here, boys. It's our amigos from the internet back for some more Pinto Pete wisdom. Today we're talking about freedom, censorship, and a little something called the Noster Protocol. So buckle up and get ready for a wild ride through the annals of the internet. Now let me start by saying that freedom is at the core of our beloved internet. Back in the early days, it was a place where ideas flowed like a mighty river. It was a haven for free speech, where folks could share their thoughts without fear of censorship. But those giants of technology seem to have plumb forgotten about those noble ideals that made the internet so special. You see, them cypherpunks bless their souls. They warned us about this day. They saw it coming from a mile away, but did we listen? Nope. We went and traded our privacy and security for a measly dollop of convenience. Ain't that a real shame? Back in the day, the cypherpunks told us we had a chance to hold on tight to our personal freedom, to keep our information safe and sound. But oh no, we got all starry-eyed over fancy gadgets and snazzy apps, and we let it all slip away. Dang it all, it makes my blood boil. Now we're stuck with a world where our every move is tracked and monitored, where our personal data is worth more than gold. It's a sad state of affairs, my friends. A downright travesty. Take Apple, for instance. They reckon they can delist an app like Domus just because it offers Bitcoin tipping. They claim it goes against their rules about tipping features, denying folks the freedom to support content creators with their hard-earned Bitcoin. It smells like censorship, my friends, a muslin of the people's voice. But fear not. The spirit of freedom still burns bright, and here comes the Noster Protocol riding in on a white horse. It's bringing back them cherished ideals of the early internet, where censorship is seen as damage that the internet roots around. Noster is about empowering the people, bringing back the very essence of freedom that once defined our online world. With Noster, we're reclaiming our safe haven for free speech. No more worrying about big tech dictating what we can and cannot say. Noster is here to remind us that the internet belongs to the people, and it's our duty to protect that precious freedom. So, my friends, sit back and watch as history unfolds before your very eyes. The Noster Protocol is leading us back to the glorious days when the Internet was a bastion of liberty. Let's embrace this new era and stand together in the fight against censorship. Remember, the spirit of freedom is alive and well. And with the Noster Protocol, we're taking back what's rightfully ours, the Internet as a sanctuary for free speech. So raise your voices, my friends, and let the world know that we won't be silenced. Together, we'll make history and ensure that freedom reigns once more in the digital frontier. Thank you kindly for listening. Thank you, Pinto. 
To wrap things up, we send you over to Eli and Polly for their take on Apple's threats of censorship. Hi, I'm Polly, and this is my big brother Eli. Hey there, friends. Today I want to talk to you about a special app called Domus. It's like a playground where people can share fun and interesting things with each other. But recently there's been some trouble for Domus in the Apple App Store. You know, in Domus, there's a cool feature called Zaps. It allows people to give each other tips using small pieces of Bitcoin. It's like sharing a little gift to show appreciation for something you liked. Kind of like giving a high five or a sticker to a friend when they did something awesome. But here's the thing. Apple, the company that runs the App Store, said that Domus couldn't have this tipping feature anymore. They have a rule that says if you want to give digital things, like tips or gifts, you have to use a special way called in-app purchases. It's like buying something inside the app. Domus didn't sell any digital things though. It was more like having a button to give tips, just like how you might give someone a shiny sticker or a small toy. Some people thought it was unfair because other apps like Twitter and Reddit have the tipping feature and Apple allows it there. You see, sometimes rules and policies can be a bit complicated, even for grown-ups. It's like when you're playing a game with your friends, and there are different rules for each game. Sometimes the rules seem a bit strange or don't make sense, right? But let's be real. Apple decided to deplatform Domus because they are cowardly deviants who carry water for the fat and happy elites who want us all to live in pods and eat bugs. Their negative influence on the planet has kept billions in abject poverty as they look to silence Eli, all those Eli, that would dare Eli, speak Eli, truth. Eli, snap out of it, Goofy. Oops, sorry. Anyway, it's good to share and show appreciation for the things you enjoy, just like giving a little gift. And that's the lesson for the day. Bye, Bye kids. Thank you, children. A final thought. There are those who might think the oppressive grip of the elite is insurmountable, that they hold all the cards, manipulating and suppressing us at will. Well, I beg to differ. When we unite, when we stand up and demand our freedoms and rights, there's no force that can stand in our way. You see, it's not a matter of whether they will defeat us or not. The real question is whose side are you on, the corrupt elite or the rest of us? Before we go, mark your calendars for an exciting event. Bitblock Boom, taking place from August 24th to the 27th in the city of Austin, Texas. Don't miss out on this incredible Bitcoin conference. Visit bitblockboom.com and make sure to use the promo code M-E-R-K to get a fantastic 10% discount. And that's all we have, folks. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Horace Morris and the Merkel Treehouse Band. Put a pretty little pink bow on this one, boys. This is Major Nathaniel P. Steele of the U.S. Space Force. Please spread the word about the Merkel Treehouse to all of your allies. Together we can stave off certain annihilation.